0: We've got two readings today. The first reading is from Exodus chapter 33 and is on page 88 of the Church Bibles. Now Moses used to take a tent and pitch it outside the camp some distance away, calling it the tent of meeting. Anyone inquiring of the Lord would go to the tent of meeting outside the camp. And whenever Moses went out to the tent... All the people rose and stood at the entrance to their tents, watching Moses until he entered the tent. As Moses went into the tent, the pillar of cloud would come down and stay at the entrance, while the Lord spoke with Moses. Whenever the people saw the pillar of cloud standing at the entrance to the tent, they all stood and worshipped at the entrance to their tents. The Lord would speak to Moses face to face as one speaks to a friend. Then Moses would return to the camp, but his young assistant Joshua, son of Nun, did not leave the tent. The second reading is from John chapter 15 and can be found on page 1023 of the Church Bibles. My command is this, love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends if you do what I command. I no longer call you servants because servants do not know their master's business. Instead, I have called you friends for everything that I learned from my father, I have made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you so that you might go and bear fruit, fruit that will last, and so that whatever you ask in my name, the Father will give you. This is my command love each other.
1: Thank you, Rachel. I' to invite Chris up now to bring us his reflections on these passages. So let's pray for Chris and for ourselves. Father God, we thank you for Chris, thank you for uh, who he is. Uh, thank you for everything that you have um, given to him and shown him about you. God thank you for his friendship with you. And God, I pray that you would, uh, that you'd speak to us this morning, through what Chris says, through your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, Amen. 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 Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing? You're all right. You're a bit hot. How are you feeling? And about the football? You're happy? I'm happy and sad because I am Swinglish. I, I am a half Swede, so I'm yeah. Oh. I want to ask you a question what is the first thing that comes to your mind when you hear this phrase I am a friend of God what's the first thing the song song? okay oh yeah it's a song anything else you can be honest I'm a friend of God oh (gasps) what else Fantastic! Woo! What a privilege. Anything else? First thing, yes. Oh, Hannah, that's lovely. Okay, that's the first thing that came to mind. Little bizarre, but it's okay. No, it's great. <laughs> Stick men, yep. God is big. We're small. What else? Not good enough. Not good enough. God is holy. What else? Comfort. Wonderful. Well, this morning we're going to look at being a friend of God. Now, 15 years ago, I would say I had eight close friends. Uh, Facebook tells me I have, and I checked this morning, I have 3,461 friends. Um, friendship can be a little bit cheapened uh, because of being friends with Facebook, friends with absolutely everyone and have many friends amongst you uh, as part of the church uh, on Facebook. And it's great to share what's going on. But when we look at friendship with God, it's really important for us to know what the Bible means by the word friendship and being a friend So I just want to have a little look before I give us some keys for us enjoying friendship with God even more. And I want to look at friendship. So if God is our friend, what is the meaning of the word friend that we've heard read to us from Exodus and then John's Gospel well, in Exodus, we read that God met with Moses. It says that the Lord would speak with Moses face to face as one speaks to a friend. And the Hebrew word for friend used here is the word reah. Now, the word suggests intimacy, companionship, reciprocal relationship. Now, the word for friend used in the story with Jesus and his first friends is translated as beloved and dear. Beloved and dear. It's not just a, hey, all right, mate? We're friends? You doing all right? Yeah? Oh, we're friends. No, this is beloved. This is a close, intimate friendship that Jesus was talking about with his first friends. Now, I want you to imagine for a moment that you are friends with the Queen. Just imagine for a moment you are best friends with the Queen. What would that look like? What would that look like? Well, I imagine you would have some of the privileges that the Queen Um, has. Now, when I had tea with the Queen, I had tea with the Queen alongside another few thousand people. (laughs) When I saw the Queen, I wanted to give her a hug. I'm quite a huggy person, but she just reminded me of my mum for some reason. I think because I see her every day on a stamp. (laughs) <laughs> or, or, or wherever she was ever so familiar but just imagine a moment of being friends with ma'am, not ma'am. yeah rhymes with ham not jam no no what's the you have to remember it's mom mom not ma'am. it's mom yeah I had to rem... just in case I got to speak with her and I very nearly did but uh, I then bottled it um I think I was fearful that I'd just give her a big hug, really. <laughs> so imagine, as her best friend, you would you would also promote her ideas. You would have open access to her homes anytime for anything. Now, what would be important to you, I imagine, as best friends with the Queen would be jolly important to her, isn't that right? <laughs> You would be treated with the same level of respect as best friends and perhaps you would share some of the authority of the Queen. Perhaps you would be given a position of power, of uh, some authority, um, some responsibility, I imagine, in doing some of the Queen's work. I'll just put her here. She's not too happy about being here, if you can... yeah. Is that a bit of a distraction if she said. <laughs> so, Jesus, the King of Kings, God incarnate, Jesus is God. He's God made flesh. He's King calls us friends, He calls you friend. He desires this deep relationship with each one of us. And I believe that he wants to speak to us clearly, a little bit like Moses meeting with God face to face. That's the relationship that Jesus desires to have with us. Now, there are three keys to having this friendship with Jesus that I want to unpack from John's gospel. The first key is an if key. Can you say if key? It's an if key. Jesus uses the word if to help his first friends work out how they can have that true friendship with Jesus. If, he says, if you keep my commands, you will remain in my love, he says. Now, what are Jesus's commands? Well, just reading. In that short passage, you can hear them three times. My command is, love one another. Love one another. If you love one another, you'll be my friends. You are my friend if you do what I command, Jesus announces to the disciples. I wonder who do you need to be reconciled with? Perhaps someone here this morning. Who is it that you need to ask for forgiveness for? Who is it that you need to apologise to? Love one another. If we love one another, we will know Jesus more as our friends, as our friend. The second key is a joy key. Can you say joy key? Joy key, well done. So, Jesus gives us a beautiful clue here. He says, uh, He told his friends about friendship, so that your joy may be complete, he says. Complete joy, complete joy. Well, the dictionary describes joy like this it's the emotion. Of great delight or happiness caused by something good or satisfying. A source of keen pleasure or delight. Do you feel that in your friendship with Jesus? Peter in 1 Peter 1.8 describes it like this. That the joy that Jesus gives is an inexpressible joy. When have you enjoyed the friendship of Jesus? When have you enjoyed him? I mean, really enjoyed him. Taken that time to be with him, to talk with him, to share what's going on in your life and to seek to listen to him. I'm often asked, and I've shared this story before, so forgive me. Let me share it again. I'm often asked why I smile by people. I mean, our local shopkeeper, Bell, He says that it gives him good karma. Which I think is lovely. You know, he's like, I said, "Can I?" And the other week, I said, "Can I just tell you?" Can I tell you what it is? I love Jesus. He's like, "Yeah, I see that." There was a guy at the post office in Biggleswade, and he went, wait, wait, cheeky smile, twinkle in your eye. How come you're so happy? Wait, wait, like that. I was like, pardon? (laughs) Honestly, I was a little bit shocked. He goes, hey, you've gone a bit lucky, have you? Wait, smiley. Hey, hey. I was like, all right, I'm going to tell you, mate, but you probably won't believe me. And I looked him in the eye, and I said, the reason why I smile is because I love Jesus. And he looked at me for a moment and he said, you're telling the truth, aren't you? You're not joking. I was like, yeah, seriously, I love Jesus. And it makes me smile. (laughs) I haven't always smiled, but when I became a Christian, the joy and the love that I felt from Jesus, his friendship, it makes me smile. (laughs) The joy that Jesus wants us to have. And it isn't the joy Uh, Oh, let's forget about how difficult life can be and the hard stuff in life. It's the joy despite. It's the joy in. Peter, whom I mentioned, his letters are characterised by suffering. They're full of examples of how he suffers. But yet he describes the joy that he has as inexpressible joy. This is the joy that Jesus wants to give to us in life that can be difficult. To have his joy. The third key, it's the go key. Can you say go key? It's the go key. Go key, go key. Yeah. I think we're going to sing a song. So we've had the if key, the joy key, and this is the go key. This key, I believe, is so important to really know the friendship of Jesus. And it's this. If you go and let others know what you've got, you'll be a friend of Jesus. You see, those around you desperately need what you've got. Desperately. The hope that you have, the purpose in your life, to know that there is a God And that he loves you. People desperately need to know this. If you go and let others in on what you've got. On Friday, I had the joy of, um, in the the city centre of Peterborough, I had the joy of setting up a, a plinth. And I was with my team, they were giving out some water, but I wanted to ask people a question. And on the plinth, I just put this. And I stood there looking like an idiot for an hour and a half. But a few people said, yeah, go on then. And one guy, I said, hey, um, you need to know you're not a mistake. He was whoa, thanks for that. And he's with his girlfriend. She went, go on then. He said, you are loved. She said, oh, Yeah. I believe in a God who knows you and who loves you. I want to be honest with you. I hope it brought some meaning to the few people that I was able to say something to. But for me, it brought such a delight. My heart was thumping. (laughs) And I'm city centre chaplain of Peterborough. So in a way, I can get away with doing that. But yet my heart was thumping and the joy and the delight of being able to tell someone something about what I believe was so good. The go key is important for us to know the friendship of Jesus. Jesus says this, you did not choose me. But I chose you and appointed you so that you might go and bear fruit, fruit that would last, so that whatever you ask in my name, the <laughs> Father will give it to you. Have you ever asked for something and just waited to see what would happen? The joy of asking, the joy of saying, Lord, I could really do with, or I'd love to, and just waiting to see what happens. The answer may be No, it might be wait, it might be yes, the joy of asking and receiving. The more I share what I have, the more I know Jesus as my friend. Pope Francis uh, says this, a committed missionary knows the joy of being a spring which spills over and refreshes others and I want to challenge you to know that joy of being a spring as a friend of Jesus to be able to refresh those around you—a word of encouragement an offer to pray a listening ear a smile and a how are you doing to someone who needs to know that they are loved If we love one another, if we enjoy Jesus, if we go and change this world for him, we will know the friendship of God and being a friend of God. Let's pray. Jesus says, I've told you these things for a purpose. That my joy might be your joy, and your joy wholly mature. This is my command, love one another the way I loved you. This is the very best way to love. Put your life on the line for your friends, and you are my friends. When you do these things, I command you. I'm no longer calling you servants because servants don't understand what their master is thinking and planning. No, I've named you friends because I've let you in on everything I've heard from the Father. And Lord Jesus, may that be for us. May those three keys, the if key, the joy Key and the go key. May they be ours. May we live that out. Lord, help us to be people who believe and know that we are friends of God. In Jesus' name, Amen. If you're sitting here this morning thinking, you know what, I haven't become a friend of God kind of understand what Chris is saying, but I haven't become a friend of God. Well, I want to give you an opportunity this morning to become a friend of God, to become a Christian. And I've brought some little books that have helped me tremendously. At the age of 17, in the quiet of my bedroom in Papworth, where my dad was a vicar, I knelt on my bedroom floor and I said a prayer that I read from this little book. Well, it's an updated version because that was quite a long time ago. It's Start a New Life. And I want to give you an opportunity to become a friend of God today. And if you'd like to, come and grab this from me. Come and talk and I'd love to pray with you. John's Gospel that we have uh, heard our reading from. Uh, If you'd like a copy of John's Gospel and read it, I've got a couple of copies here um, that will help you become a friend of God today. Excuse me, Your Majesty. <laughs> I, once, I once took her uh, to Peterborough um, for the city centre chaplaincy, and we were on the train. I was with Beatrice and Melissa, and the guard walked into the carriage and said, "'Excuse me!' I thought, "'Oh, no, what have I done?' He said, what on earth is Her Majesty's travelling in second class? And we had to go and put her in first class. He wouldn't let us until we put her in first class. It was hilarious. There we go.